side of kimchi. The fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm CL Kita. And I'm Carrie the Mockney. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we've released just for our Patreon supporters. Invite to the Dramas with a Side of Kimchi Discord server, where you can chat daily with the fangirls about the dramas we're all watching and much, much more. The link to our Patreon is in our show notes. We're finished! Well, that's a good thing and a bad thing. (laughs) Our favorite quirky love story has come to an end, and we are so ready to talk about it. That's right. This is our final podcast, podcap, for Le Coup de Foudre. And I was watching a little bit of it today, and I I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I'm ready to be done done. But we have to be. Yeah, but all good things must come to an end, right? It's cliche, That's but right. it's true. So we're on. We're going to be discussing episodes twenty-five to thirty-five, and at this point, Yenmo and Chow Yi. Chow Yi, I said it right. Yes. Yes. They're living together, but they're not living together. No. Yan Mo doesn't want her to ever move out, but he's going to do the right thing and, you know. They're roommates. So right now they're just roommates, which I absolutely love because Mm -hmm. he just wants her to be in his space. Mm -hmm. And I I totally get that. She brought the dog home. You guys, she brought the dog home. (laughs) She talked him into saving the dog. So they saved the dog, but that dog is so ugly. Oh, it's so ugly. cute. (laughs) And so they began to have this cozy little life together. Um, And Ian Mo is so happy. He he really is the girl in this relationship. (laughs) Um, He is just delighted that she's there. He's Mm -hmm. just delighted. Even though you don't see it in his face so much as you see it in his actions. Like, he's just very flat affect. But the fact that, like, when he goes on his little business trip and all of a sudden she gets packages with all these male names on it. And she's like, what is this? And he's like, I didn't want the delivery guy to think that you were home alone. She's like, okay. But there were, like, five packages and they all had different names on them. And it's just like, is she living with a harem? You know, he just, he has totally marked her. Um, and, and let's talk about how through their entire relationship, she has no clue the little things that he has done to make sure that everyone knows that she's taken. Right. He may not have moved forward yet on anything. He may be slower than cold molasses in the middle of winter, but when it comes to Chow Yi, he's like, oh, live with me. You don't need another apartment. You're fine. Don't go anywhere. They're not even holding hands, but he's like, live with me. (laughs) Yep. So I, I really, he will forever be in my top two favorite male leads. I just, actually, he may even be number one. I just, he warms my heart so much because he's so real. He's so petty. Mm -hmm. And Living in the okay, so 
cohabitation is my favorite trope mm-hmm. because that's whenever you really figure out what makes each other tick. And this poor girl is a disaster. <laughs> so and true. he loves everything she does. Like he just cleans up the mess. Yeah. And you you got to love a man who loves this girl. Yeah. It was one of those things. Actually, this drama made me talk to my husband because when we were, we've been married 20 years at this point, but I remember when we were first married, I'm like, why do you like me? <laughs> you know, I just, I wanted specifics. And he's like, I just, I can't give you specifics. And now this has actually helped me understand. He just likes me for me, for who I am. And that's in, incredibly liberating and also makes me go, oh. So I think that my husband had so much of the same qualities as Yin Mo. And it just, I find it so heartwarming to see that. And it it takes me down memory lane. And it makes me remember the stupid things that I did that he just came behind me and cleaned up the mess and <laughs> patted me on the head and told me he loved me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know... I think that's one of the reasons why this drama really resonated with me is that I see a real relationship here. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before. And it's just so sweet. It's so sweet. It is. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of other relationships, this one actually impressed me. Zhao Chan went and told Alicia's dad that he was going to marry her someday. And her dad is the bigwig investor that actually kind of keeps them afloat. He's he's kind of a business mentor to to the whole crew, to Dao Chan and to Yan Mo mm-hmm. and Alicia. And Dao Chan just, I mean, Dao Chan is a lot like Yan Mo. You can see where they're family because Dao Chan, when he knows what he wants, he goes for it. And he definitely wants Alicia. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, he just is, is like warts and all he wants her. Mm-hmm. And she is the opposite of Chow Yi. She's, you know, she's very smart. She's very driven. And it's, um, it's interesting because Dao Chan is, he's a smart guy, but he's he's got more common sense than business sense. Mm, mm-hmm. And he puts his trust, like, he's the kind of guy that trusts the handshake. Right. And he gets hurt because he should be able to trust a handshake, but the world doesn't work like that anymore. Right. Um. So she's the kind of person who, she's like, I'm going to shake your hand and I'm going to be checking all your files. Yeah, trust but verify. And so they're such an interesting couple. And my favorite part about these two is she acts completely uninterested. Mm -hmm. But if he is the slightest bit slow at not contacting her or doing any of his little sweet things that he does, she mopes. Mm-hmm. She does. And I think it's because I think we mentioned this in the last podcast. She just appreciates him because he sees her. He doesn't see her as, you know, really pretty or really smart. He sees her, the whole package. And that's what he likes. And she likes him for that. You know, we all want someone that we can 
kick off our shoes, put up our feet, and take our hair down with. Mm-hmm. Um, physically and metaphorically speaking. And I think that the way that these couples are written, you can really see that these are people that it's not even opposites attract. It's it's basically soulmates. It's it's kinship. Mm-hmm. And people who get each other on a very fundamental level. Very fundamental level. Like like they don't try to interfere with each other's lives, like biz, like really like business lives and stuff. You know, it it's an inconvenience for someone to be at work. Mm-hmm. When you're in love, you want to be sitting right there, holding hands, looking lovingly at each other the whole time. But these couples have managed to make it so that they have a life together and they also have a life as a person. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I do too, because they're whole and complete people. There are a lot of romances out there where it makes it seem like the couple's not complete until they're together. And but that's these are not whole, how this works. Exactly. They're whole complete people coming together and being even better together. And speaking of better together, <laughs> um, they decide, so Yan Mo is going to have a party. It's going to be a New Year's party. It's a celebration. And so it's going to be at his house. And um, who lives at his house? <laughs> Chow Yi. Chow Yi. But she doesn't want anybody to know because she she doesn't want to lose anyone's respect. Mm-hmm. And they've got to keep, you know, they've got to keep the line drawn there. But the problem is that Chow Yi can't hold her liquor. <laughs> and she sits there drinking and she almost gives herself away like twice. And then she goes to her room And she's gone for a long time and they go to check on her and she's sitting there talking to the dog and complaining about how the dog doesn't love mommy. It only loves daddy. (laughs) Right. So what happens now is that Yan Mo walks in, he announces that they're dating. Chow Yi is totally going on and having this argument with the dog she doesn't even realize right and he doesn't apologize for her no he doesn't and he doesn't even he apologized he just kind of he makes the announcement and it's very much implied that you will be okay with this and so and and that's that she Mm -hmm. lives there her brother is there and he just basically shuts the door and he's like, take care of my sister. Now, he knows better than to try to stop any of this because Chow Yi, all she's ever wanted is Yan Mo. Mm-hmm. And her brother is not going to interfere with that. But her brother's not living such a good life right now because Bestie is there at the party with someone else and Wu Yi. Is with yeah. another guy. Yeah, Wu Yi. And I mean, it's kind of incidental. Like, she is never interested in um, Zhu Zhao, Zhao Zhu, whatever his name know. is. Anyway, Yan Mo's. is all I know. Yeah, Yan Mo's former roommate from Britain. Anyway, and so all that Guan Chao sees of Wu Yi at that party is she's standing watching the fireworks and 
old roommate decides that's the time to go in for a kiss. And she's like, um, no, but that's not what Guan Chao sees, of course. Yeah. So and he's all jealous. Their, their story is, their story is really frustrating. Mm. Because they both really care for each other and they don't know how to use their words. No, they don't. Yeah, and there's a lot of push and pull between the two of them after she tells him that he's not, that she's not pregnant. And they just kind of go back and forth and back and forth. And honestly, like the first time I was kind of into it and I, on my rewatch, I may have fast-forwarded a lot through their storyline. I did. It was hard to watch the second time through. I'm like, stop already. Mm-hmm. Um, your act together, y'all. Well, and I'm wondering... Okay, so this is a total sidebar, but walk with me for a second. It, was it a lack of chemistry between those two characters or between those two actors? Or was it just the way the story was written? No, I think it was the chemistry. I I feel like when anything was comedic, they were good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they had to actually like emote, they, they struggled at it. They struggled. Yeah. Like her brother, he he's all, you know, I'm the big brother to Yan Mo, but then he gets in front of Wu Yi and he's like, uh He reverts to being twelve with her a lot of the times. And I think that I think that a lot of it has to do with that they're on the same level. Mm-hmm. And no one really you're never on the same level in a relationship. You'll switch levels. But if you're at the same level, if you're in a position to where nobody's making a decision, nobody's moving something forward, you're not going to go forward. Yeah. And I, I think that there has to be a catalyst. We have a catalyst that helps them, but good gravy. It was painful to watch. <laughs> it was. Um, so... Something that I thought was going to be painful to watch was actually one of the sweetest parts of this little segment of episodes. Um, Yan Mo and Chow Yi go on a business trip. And they're, while they're there, he talks to his mom. And his mom wants to introduce him to the man that she's in love with. And he's he's going to have a stepdad. And so they all go to dinner and they're sitting at this table. And this guy is just a guy. He's he adores Yanmo's mom. She is mm-hmm. eating it up. He's she is she is absolutely the sun and he is the moon rotating around her. And she just thinks it's the best thing ever. Mm hmm. So Yan Mo, you know, he's watching everything under his eyes. You know, he's got his eyes lowered and he's watching. He's watching. He's watching. And as they're sitting there, you know, this guy gives him food. And Yan Mo, that he only takes things from Chow Yi. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his thing. But he eats it. Like, he totally, everybody has their breath held except for this guy who has no clue what's happening. <laughs> and, of it, yeah. 
and you know, it, it's good. It's it's a sign of affection. It's good manners. It's what people do. But Yan Mo is not that person, right? And he eats the food. And tell you, I remember tell you, you could almost see the internal jaw drop of, wait a second, he actually approves of this guy. She looks at his mom, and they're like staring wide eyed at each other. Mm -hmm. And so then, of course, the women go to the bathroom together and the guys have a whole conversation, which is totally true, about why women go to the bathroom together. (laughs) And um, it's because they're collectors and collecting is easily done in a group. And um, then they make a cute, uh, fun little joke about why do men go smoke together and Yan Mo in all seriousness says, because one man will always forget his cigarettes. <laughs> yep. That was so funny. And the guy just starts laughing. He thinks that Yan Mo is, is you know, he likes his sense of humor. This is going to work well for mom. Mm-hmm. You know, we get this feeling that mom, who's always been a bit of a basket case, and she's she's a prima ballerina. I mean, I don't, well, I don't know about a prima, but she's... She's a dancer, and she's always used to being the highlight. And Yanmo tells this guy that all this, and he's like, take good care of her. Let her be the focus. And it's almost like a dad giving his daughter away. Kind of. It's just that exchange of trust. Well, and I really like that the the stepdad is like, I know what she likes, and I like giving it to her. He's like, I like having her be the center of attention. And then and- when he... Sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. When he shows that video to Yan Mo and she she finally expresses her regret at not being there and talks about all the times that she would get in after he'd fallen asleep and have to leave before he woke up. And so she was there more often than he realized, but it still broke her heart that she left him alone so much. That was That was a sweet moment. And, you know, that was a moment where... Yan Mo was able to realize that he has really, his mom loves him. She's always loved him. And Chow Yi is not going to be his only family, but Chow Yi is still his, his family that he wants to be with. Mm-hmm. And he looks at this so positively that he tells Chow Yi they'll come back for their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause he's made good memories now. Yeah, he, he has. And well, when they got there, Dao Chan, they let him book the hotel room. And so he booked them the honeymoon suite. <laughs> and both of them were like, um, so we're not ready for this. <laughs> so Yan Mo gets his own single room. But he does tell Chao Yu after that they'll book that suite together later. Right. I mean, it's it, it it's a really good moving point for the story. It's a good moving point for anyone in their life to be able to not feel like their past has let them down. Mm-hmm. And I, I go all deep with this drama. I think I just relate to it so much. Um, so I just, that's, that's such a good part. It is. All right. So speaking of Dao Chan, while they're on their business trip and they're gone for quite a while, mm-hmm. have I got this lined up right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's there and he has to make decisions and he gets pressured into, there's a fire at the factory. And so the parts they wanted for their little health watch thing were destroyed. 
And so he's pressured into using a part that Yanmo has not extensively tested. It turns out that it's like 0.01% off of the other part. So actually it's really, really reliable. But he makes the decision without telling Yanmo and without Yanmo's approval. And, and it's kept... like 200 watches out of 4,000. Yeah. It's just, uh, but it's it's not good. Again, this is where Dao Chan and his handshake mentality gets taken advantage of. Yeah. And Yanmo, this is, he has worked so hard for this, but even though they fight so hard, they fight so, so hard to save the company, Panda doesn't make it. Panda has yeah. to file for bankruptcy. Um, Yan Mo goes into a total funk. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking unwashed, sitting on the couch in his underwear kind of funk. <laughs> um, it's bad. Mm-hmm. When, when you have someone who is that type of personality and... Failure is not an option. He's He's got plan B, C, and D, but because decisions were made without him, none of his backups are working. Well, and there was also that bad press around the guy that had the heart attack, but it turned out he right. was wearing his daughter's health band. So, right. But overcoming that was really difficult, even though Chow Yi was able to bring the family around and get them to apologize and not sue. It still created a lot of bad press, which just didn't help their launch efforts at all. So, like, if you're a celebrity, if you're trying to get, you know, if you're something like that, all press is good press. Mm -hmm. Your name out there is good. People will remember it. If you're a business, bad press is not good press. No. And people don't forget. No. Whether you were right or wrong, people don't forget. So, now Yan Mo has to try to reestablish himself and... Oddly enough, his dad comes through for him. Mm -hmm. He goes to lunch with dad. Dad helps him to see that this doesn't define him. He is not Panda. It was an idea. He's young. He will rebound. Mm -hmm. And this is actually the point in the book where... Um, Chow Yi and Yan Mo reconnect. Mm -hmm. So like he is at his absolute lowest point and he, and he sees her and he doesn't want to tell her. And this is where, like, like I was talking about earlier, she becomes the strong one. Yep. And it happens like that in, in the um, drama too. She is just, as long as she's got Yan Mo, she can do anything. Right. And I love that. So it's time for a new plan. It is. And so Yan Mo and Xiao Yi, they move to the country for a few weeks or a few months, whatever it takes, because they're going back to that famous nutritionist, Professor Lee, to convince him to consult for Panda. Because Panda hasn't died. It's just they've gone into bankruptcy and they have to start over again. Right. And so there's a lot going on there. Obviously, Professor Lee has his own backstory. 
the whole reason he's moved to the country and why everyone doesn't like him because he insists on recycling and picking up trash and just, you know, how dare he improve the neighborhood. But he's also cranky. Right. But go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just thinking that he he's such a cranky pants. But once they start to talk to him and they realize that, you know, this is someone who sees the benefit to the world of changing a few things for everyone, but nobody wants to see things his way. And he's Mm -hmm. like a bulldozer. So nobody wants to listen to him. Right. Whereas Chow Yi goes in and she connects with the neighborhood ladies and she starts, she starts doing what professor Lee is trying to encourage other people to do. And she's cheerful about it. And that helps turn the attitude of the neighborhood around towards him. And so, and it helps him start connecting with people and by the end, when he finally agrees to come consult for them, he's hosting a dinner with them, and it's he has a full table. I'm trying to remember who all is there. It's people from the neighborhood, and it's Chow Yi and Yan Mo, and it's just he's finally connected, whereas he was the old hermit crab essentially before. Right, because you're you can do everything, but if you don't have connection of the people around you, you can't do anything. And I think that that's Chow Yi's, that's the best part about her is that people want to be around her. Mm-hmm. And she tones down Yan Mo. Mm-hmm. And she's toning down the professor. So that's a really good thing. Yeah, she um, softens him. So now. Well, hold on a second. Oh, go ahead. I just remembered, and I forgot to put it in the outline, but so while they're working with that and Professor Lee to get the nutritionist aspect to their health band, you actually have Alicia working on her side to get her dad to continue to invest. Right. And she has to compromise. She agrees to go to Britain and get her MBA. And then what was the other thing that happened? Oh, and then Dao Chan had to swallow his pride and accept help from Alicia's brother. Because what they end up doing is they end up forming... um, they, they end up merging with her right? brothers because the brother, the brother who's just a punk and dresses in fur coats all the time, he he tried to copy their idea, which we talked about last episode. And so he had the visual success, but they have the technical success. And so Dao Chan's finally like, okay, let's merge. Let's make this happen. And in order to do that, Dao Chan had to agree to play soccer with the brother and the brother had to score a goal on him or several goals. And that sounds ridiculous, but pride is such a big thing for these characters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the brother can't admit that he was wrong. You know, he, he needs their help just as much as they need his help. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's, it's kind of a great thing because it, kind of helps to to it's more of a camaraderie type thing mm-hmm. than a competition in the end they're yeah. still never going to be friends kind of well i don't know dutch i wonder if he also had kind of another angle because this is his future brother-in-law he's looking at right so it's it's making connections and finding things in common so that they have something to build on and you know Trying to figure out who's going to do what by having a little football competition is is not a bad thing. 
Yeah, it's true. And swallowing your pride and letting the guy score goals on you while you like hang from the top of the soccer goal or whatever you have to do to avoid the ball. Eh, it can be done. And it pays off for him. It pays off for all of them. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that Guan Chao didn't run away. Not Guan Chao. Oh my gosh. Uh, Dao Chan. Dao Chan mm-hmm. didn't run away. Because he could have. Mm-hmm. When everything went bad, he could have totally run away and left Yammo there hanging. But he didn't. Yeah, he stuck and, it out. And I remember the very first time I watched this, I was like, oh, please, please don't do a runner. Please don't be like, well, that didn't work and run away. And he didn't. Um, but let me see here. You know who's actually stopped running away? Yes. Guan Chao and Wu Yi. Mm-hmm. They've admitted their feelings for each other. And he Finally. supports her. So her mom has been acting really weird. Mm-hmm. She's selling all of her stuff. Her little assistant that I want to knock upside the head. <laughs> Seems like she's her favorite person and she knows more about her than anyone. Well, mom's got cancer. And so mom has been putting all of her stuff in order. And the little secretary has been her secretary for a long time. And she is really protective of her. And I still don't like that relationship. It still feels very uncomfortable to me. And I think that it highlights that Wu Yi and her mother are not close. Yeah. And so her mom passes and it is just hard on Wu Yi. She has fought with her mother her whole life. They've never been able to see eye to eye. She she moved out. She started her own business. She's tried to live her own life. And now her mom's gone. Well, and, and her mom didn't hard. even tell her about the cancer at first. She tried to hide no. the whole thing. She was going to go overseas. What yeah, she was, she was saying she was going to emigrate. And um, no, she wasn't. Unless going to heaven is called emigrating. But she kept saying she was going to the U.S. And that's not heaven. I mean, this is a full-grown woman. You don't tell a full-grown woman something like that. Yeah. It's, 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 anyway. Um, I just, I, I found that whole storyline extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I lost my mother, my own mother to cancer. And I just was looking at that and I was like, No. No, no. And I realize it's fiction. I do. I totally realize it's fiction. But I just wanted to bop everybody upside the head. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to bop everybody upside the head. She's going to immigrate. What is that? What? Well, right. and it goes to show, too, that she doesn't know Wu Yi because she's been gone for most of Wu Yi's childhood. I mean, for most of Wu Yi's life because she's been off building her business and just kind of handed the care of Wu Yi off to other people. Yeah, because like the business was her baby. Yeah. And then, of course, deathbed regrets. So at the end of her life and they do make up and they get to a place. And of course, Wu Yi is desperately trying to find people who can cure the cancer and won't take no for an answer. And just she's struggling. Of course she is. And that's, and 
you know, I, I think that's the hardest and the writers do that intentionally. They want to rip our hearts out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, I don't remember that in the book. I, I don't, I don't think that it was, I don't think anything like that was, was developed. I don't remember. Um, maybe I skipped it, <laughs> but I just, on the rewatch, I was like, fast forward. We're gonna fast <laughs> yeah. Forward this part. Cause this is not. I may have stopped to watch because there's the one scene where Wu Yi's mom goes to pick out her, her cemetery plot. Yes. And she doesn't tell Wu Yi. She just says she has a meeting, but Wu Yi figures it out because the assistant leaks it or whatever. And so she goes and she kind of yells at her and the whole thing happens. And Wu Yi's just out of control emotionally. And she has this new car. And in order to be able to drive the car, which can read her emotions through temperature sensors and stuff like that, she has to be calm. And since she's not calm, she can't even start the stupid car. Yeah, it's... And all of this is to make us invested in the mother, but I was just like, immigrate. <laughs> but, you know, you, you it makes you realize that when people are faced with death, there's denial. There's acceptance. There's a disassociation that happens. And her mom had no clue that everything she did was pushing her daughter as far away from her as she could. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just attention. so sad. It was. And good for Guan Chao for, for being there and holding her and and just, you know... This this was the hardest thing she's ever had to go through. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness he has parents that have always loved her. And she's, you can't replace her mother. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. You can't replace her mother, but at least she still has a family that will support her and take care of her. Mm-hmm. Even if she never gets with Guan Chao. Yep. Because mama and daddy love her. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They showed that a lot in the last segment we did. (sighs) Yeah. So. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) So our three romances, of course, we have Yanmo and Chao Yi, and we have Guan Chao and Wu Yi, and we have Dao Chan and Alicia. I can never remember her Chinese name. too. Oh, I don't even try. Yeah. Yong Mei. Anyway, so. They take big steps. And that's all I've written in the outline, so I'm trying to remember. Essentially, Yanmo proposes. Right. And I'm pretty sure Guan Chao and Wu Yi just, they get married. Mm-hmm. We don't see the wedding. They're just, they're married. I may have fast-forwarded through that now that I think about once it. They make the de- once they make the decision to be together, they're all in. Like mm-hmm. they they don't pass go don't collect two hundred dollars and they have no reason they have nothing to establish, unlike Chao Yi and Yamo who you know he's trying to rebuild his business. Her brother's mm-hmm. a doctor. She's a famous writer. They've got nothing holding them back. Yeah. So they just they dive right in and they get married, and that's fine. That's great for them. And then Dao Chan and Alicia are doing the long distance thing, and he's. He's video chatting with her and they're just, they're doing what they can to stay together. And he feels like she's distant. And then finally she comes back to China and he's like, are we good? And she's like, yeah, I 
He's like, you you felt distant. She's like, that's because I was taking as many classes as I could so I could finish my MBA in one year and get back here and do everything I can to promote Panda. So you know, like, she was crazy busy. And I remember watching that. I I watched that episode and I the very first time and I stopped it and I rewound it and I watched it again. And the look on her face when he says that, she's like, I did everything so that I could get back here to you. Mm -hmm. And then when he realizes it, I just, I went, I went a little bit mushy. Mm -hmm. I did. And this all happens at Chow Yi's wedding. Yeah. Um, And she's standing there and, and she's like, sunglasses on her head like i'm surprised i don't remember if she was pulling a suitcase or not no she was dressed for the wedding but yeah but um but i just remember that she was like doing everything to get home you mm-hmm. know her dad wanted her to get her mba she did nothing but get her mba and um so chow Yi's wedding I have so much to say. Well, then say it. Well, number one, Chow Yi is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I need somebody to explain to me why Wu Yi is wearing a wedding dress to Chow Yi's wedding. Right? I also want to know why why Chow Yi went through three wedding dresses. Not that I was counting. Because she had one hanging in her room and then one that she was in in the bridal tent. But then she was wearing a different one when she walked down the aisle. I don't know. I maybe maybe the, all the wedding dresses were sponsoring the drama. I don't know. But yes, Wu Yi was also in what looked like a wedding dress. That was totally a wedding dress. It, it totally was. Dress. Um, but her dad comes in. And I got so teary. Even on my rewatch, I got so teary. Because her dad is just so... He's just such a dad. He's and so he's good. like teared up looking at her. And she's beautiful. And Wu Yi and Guan Chao spill that they're pregnant with twins. <laughs> oh, she's Chow happy Yi's for day. Well, they tell her and they're like, you're going to be not only are you getting married today, but you're going to be an aunt. And so she was happy. And that's not how I would have wanted it, but she was happy. So we, we let it go. Well, we had to wrap this story up. Yeah. it's 32 episodes it's like 30 something episodes so um so then she's beautiful she's coming down the aisle yan mo looks like you could knock him over with a feather Mm -hmm. and her she has her dad and she has her brother and it looks like the two girls that work at panda are holding her veil oh is that Um, what that was yeah and so um, she gets down there and her dad doesn't want to let her go. I know. And her mom's crying all over Yamo's mom. And it's mm-hmm. so sweet. And so we get through the wedding. And now, Marknay. We get to see their married life, which has been my favorite the whole way through. Because they're just, they're so cute together. And we just, we get to see them traveling together. We get to see them dodging. So the so when are you going to have kids 
question together and just all of that. And then we get to the final scene, which is my favorite scene. Um, many years ago, Chow Yi had posted in the group chat for their high school uh, friends, alumni, and she asked the question, what happened to your love from high school? And he finally responds because they'd been going through his old phone. And he said, she is my wife and she's sleeping next to me. And that's where they close. And I'm just like, oh, it's so but perfect. Before, but before we even get to that, we have every little bit of slice of life from mm-hmm. her telling him they can't eat anything for the rest of the month because they're <laughs> over budget. And he's like, well, if we need to be sick and serving, let's take a shower together. <laughs> and um, then we see just little snippets where she has a friend call her up, wants her to come to his restaurant. Oh yeah. She's telling Yan Mo that she's going to go to this restaurant and having him meet her there. And the kid who had the major crush on her in high school mm-hmm. is there. And he's all googly eyed and he's going in for a hug and Yan Mo just slips right in. <laughs> he's like, sure, I'll hug you. And the restaurant owner's like, you married Yan Mo? And she's like, I thought everybody knew. He's like, no. <laughs> Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> So, um, you know, there's, there's a scene that I've talked about before, um, because we have all of these slice of life and the original novel is, is like a journal Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about our favorite scenes, but before I get to my favorite scene in the drama, I want to talk about how, um, in the book, and it talks about it a little bit in the drama, but it doesn't touch on it. But in the book, she is on a um, a team building exercise where they go hiking. Mm-hmm. And she hurts her knee. She hurts her leg really, really bad and has to has to make it back down the mountain to, to be taken care of. So she is like in severe pain. And... As um, the team leader, whoever is talking to Yan Mo, he's like, she didn't even shed a tear. Does she mm-hmm. even cry? And Yan Mo goes, all she does at home is cry. And the team leader's like, man. And he's like, why? And Yan Mo said, because she knows that at home, she doesn't have to be strong. That just stuck with me because that's their relationship. There's there's no pretending to be anything that they're not. I don't want to stop the recap. There's <laughs> well, no more. So what was your favorite scene? Oh, I'm sticking with it. It's that last scene where, because I think this is the really the true confession we get from him. Just the, I've loved her since high school. Okay. I like that. But I really like when she comes home with the peaches. And she's like, this guy, you know, met me in the street and he gave me his business card. Oh. And Yanmo's <laughs> sitting there and he's like, oh, he's a manager too. And she's like, she, you know, she's preening because somebody thinks that she's pretty. Mm-hmm. And he's he's always teasing her. 
and she knows that he likes her, but she's like, it's nice for somebody to notice me. So Mm -hmm. she leaves to go wash the peaches and he dumps his water on the table (laughs) so that it messes up the business card and mix it and he wipes it up with tissues and throws it away. And it's just, (sighs) she was never going to call that number. He knew she was never going to call that number. But he he just has to make sure that she never gets the slightest thought that there could be other options for her. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that. And they had been married for two years, three years. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Two or three at that they, point. They'd yeah. been married for a while. And um, it was... Oh, it was just so cute. It's just everything. Every one of their little interactions. Next would be when she tells everybody, when she's talking to the dog and calling the dog and telling the dog that she's mommy and why doesn't the dog love mommy? (laughs) Right. Because Yan Mo is like obviously so happy that she's told everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It's hard to pick just one. I'm going to be like K-Drama Jen here and have like a whole a whole laundry list when I'm only <laughs> supposed to pick one. Um, so, favorite side story? Well, I'm trying to think and I feel like we've covered all the side stories. Do you? I, I think so. I think that it's safe to say that Alicia and Dao Chan were my favorite side story. Mhm. Absolutely. I I loved that she kept him on the edge the whole time. He loved that she kept him on the edge the whole time. Mhm. And I just I thought that was just a sweet little little side story. I I really got tired of the brother and and Wu Yi. Yeah, they were the push and pull was a bit much. Yeah, it went it went a bit long and yeah, like we talked about, I'm not sure those two actors had a lot of chemistry. Whereas, obviously, Chow Yi and Yan Mo had chemistry since those two got married and had a baby in real life. Right? Right? Okay, if that's a favorite side story, that would be my favorite side story. I mean, and and they hit it for like two years. I know. How they managed that, I don't know. Um, and And, you know... I, I, all I'm going to say is I thought that was very sweet. I thought they had so much chemistry and then to find out that they really got married and it wasn't a little girl, didn't have a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> okay. So we need to talk about what are we going to do next? I don't know. Have we discussed this? <laughs> no, but we need to, because I feel like we should do another one of these. Okay. I don't want to commit to anything while we're on the podcast. I don't think we have to. Okay. I I can throw it out there and we can cut it out if we have to. Okay. I will say this. There will be more. We will will chat more more. Chinese, fluffy Chinese dramas because that is our bag and we like holding it. Right. We need to find some movies. Mm. I think we need to see if there's any movies out there. We should because it's a lot to to do a drama in the summer. It's not so bad, but it's a lot to recap a drama. 
or pod kappa drama. It's true. No matter how much we love it. Because I love these Chinese dramas, but man, they get long. I actually went through Vicky once and I went and put, added to my watch list all the dramas, the Chinese dramas that were 24 episodes and under. Because I was like, I can handle that. That's almost the same length as a Korean drama. So... Yeah, I think I think that's I did that. When did I do that? I did that. There was like a year that I did that, too. <laughs> um, so I think that we need to be on the lookout for something else. Um, our little cozy chats are so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if anybody has any suggestions, we could yeah. throw that out there um, yeah. of a movie, a, a good little movie, a little short or, or a short, a short drama. I'm willing right. to commit to. 20 episodes or less. Yeah. yeah. 20 episodes or less. We can't handle 50. Oh, no. Or 60. No. And no, no historicals, because I don't do historicals. No, that's K-Drama Jen, and that's K-Muse. They can have all the historicals they want. Right. Yes. So, now that I've tossed us out there in the middle of the street for the Mack truck to hit us. <laughs> I'm going to wrap us up. So, thank you all for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if you do have any suggestions for future recaps, we would love to hear it. As always, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on our Patreon page. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 